The Mile Rate, presented by Vic Bread Super Series Finals Night. 12 Group 1 Finals, New Year's Eve at Tabcorp Park, Melton. Good morning. Yes, it's a terrific time of the year. The Vic Breads are really hotting up. We have semi-finals on Wednesday night. It's a 12 race card Tuesday night with some heats for Trotters and the Vic Bread um, amongst that uh, card. And Wednesday night, a bumper 12 semi-finals that will uh, make up finals. The barrier draws are done that night. New Year's Eve, 12 Group 1 races. It's going to be extraordinary. As was last night's racing at Cranbourne, it was Decron Cranbourne pacing cup night. Rob Orber joins me to uh, review the program. Uh, good morning to you, Rob. Very good morning, Dan. Uh, what an exciting time for harness racing, and we certainly were given uh, a taste of that last night with the Cranbourne Pacing Cup, and what a very popular result with Supreme Dominator saluting for uh, Joe Pace and James Herbertson, who's in terrific form, and it was a great result uh, for the team, and in particular Supreme Dominator, who uh, we've been speaking about over the last few months, how he's been emerging as a real contender, and for him to take out that $75,000 race, it was a Group 2 event last night, it was a great performance. He uh, has come a long way. He, he was an emergency that didn't get a run in the Geelong Cup just a few weeks ago. Since then, he's he's gone back-to-back, gets the good draw in the final, um, and then out-sprints one of the best mares that we have and have had in the last decade or so, an amazing dream. Um, incredible that he can get to this level so quickly, although he always looked like he was getting there, Rob, but he's just made one giant leap in the last couple of months oh no doubt yeah look i think it's probably goes even further back than that uh, dan I, I sort of go back I, I was just having a look there was a night i called at cramp and it was on the first of august and uh, he actually won that race and they ran a, a track record i think they broke uh sicario's record and, and out of that race uh, he defeated dennis william i mean yanni and, and monami all came out of that race it was a very strong race and they they went a 156 two mile rate that night and ever since then, he he's just kept building and building and building. And no surprise to see where he's got to. And there's more to come because he's beautifully bred. He's uh, by Better's Delight out of a Christian Cullen mare. And look, Joe does a terrific job with his team. And I can just see this horse just continuing to take steps forward. We had a chat with Joe Pace. He was a guest on Cracking the Codes uh, a few months ago, and uh, we had a good chat about Supreme Dominator in particular, and he'd taken him up to Sydney uh, in some of the lead-up races for the Chariots of Fire last year, and he just hit it around the edges, but he always showed something. He's a lovely style of horse. He's a nice, long-barreled. He's a very athletic-looking, but very muscly as well, and uh, he's coming of age, Rob, Supreme Dominator, and now he's on the stage. Uh, last Last night might have been a Group 2 win, but Group 1 races, I think, beckon for him in the future. Oh, no doubt. He, he belongs there. And um, look, as we know, when you've got horses that are progressing through the ranks like Supreme Dominator, there's always these transition periods from jumping from one level to the next. And at times, horses will sort of, you know, sit there uh, for a little while running, you know, fourth and fifth and second and third. That's exactly what he's been doing. But each time that they get accustomed to that level and they're used to it, they'll, they'll take the next step. And, and this horse keeps taking the next step. And that's the bit that you've got to like about him and uh, look he's got good gate speed he's got toughness about him he's got a big future 
The Decron Cranbourne Pacing Cup at Group 2 level, the feature last night. Uh, Luke Humphreys is your caller. James Herbertson was the winning driver who's uh, interviewed after the race by uh, Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross on Trots Vision. Supreme dominators and neck back on the pegs third. Now Lee's got a decision to make here on General Dodge. He's 1-1-3 metres behind Supreme Dominator. He's got a decision to make. Does he come three wide? Does he stay in? Torrid Saints almost put him in a pocket. Perfect stride on the inside. Next is Rick Riley from Our Millionaire, the centre. Well back, bulletproof boy, wider from Better Be The Bomb. Angela B. Man at last. Coming off the back, amazing dream. Got away on copy that. Got four metres clear. It was only 28.4 third quarter. Supreme Dominator awaits the run. Perfect stride is next on the inside. Gen- General Dodgers locked up, deeper as Torrid Saint, into the straight, amazing dream, the man kicked away, Supreme dominated the outside second, Torrid Saint running on, down on the inside, perfect stride, amazing dream, Supreme dominator throwing down the challenge, amazing dream, Supreme dominator, Supreme dominator looming up to amazing dream, Supreme dominator! Supreme Dominators grabbed Amazing Dream and won the Cranbourne Cup. Supreme Dominator and James Herbertson for Joe Pace. It's his night tonight. What a horse he is. He beats Amazing Dream a half head. Third is tight. Yeah, look, the, the speed early was nice. Uh, you know, Ants did enough work early and, and then uh, Snooze was doing enough as well. So, you know, we were just getting a lovely cosy uh, trip in there, and you know, the the first uh, the first half of the last mile wasn't overly strong, which uh, it worried me a little bit. It, you know, we weren't bowling along that that much, and uh, you know, but at the end of the day, the horses, as you said, the horses sprint, and just his uh, the way he just goes through his gears, it's one one in the race in the end. Key to the race, uh, at least for some of the beaten performances, and I, I think General Dodds particularly was that second quarter rob of a very slow thirty two point five ran the early part of the race solid enough there was uh, you know some some moves there to to put the tempo on but they really backed off that first two quarters 30.4 and then at 32.5 and then they really start to step up from the 800 with a 28 four third quarter home in 27 seven and as we know at Cranbourne if you are out wide it is very difficult coming to the home turn to be uh, making ground when they're running times of that nature Supreme Dominator had a lovely trip on the back of amazing Dream. I thought she was really brave in defeat. Amazing Dream. Uh, she battled on well. We know she's a class mare. Rick Riley has just continued to make good pr- progress. He had a nice soft trip on the pegs and, and ran on well. Torrid Saint was huge. He was wide without cover for that last lap and he battled on really strongly into fourth placing. And the horses behind that, they all ran well other than copy that. He was the big disappointment of the race. He was able to get to the breeze. Most people had some uh, big anticipation about what copy that could produce. He was certainly well below his best. I believe he only arrived here on Wednesday throughout the week so he, he only arrived a few days before the race however you know we see you know experienced horses of that nature normally coping with these type of trips so maybe whether he's just picked up a, a little bug or something and that can happen when you're traveling uh, from from overseas or anywhere in the part of the state so I think we just have to forget that performance on Chris Finozzi will be looking after the horse and I'm sure he will uh, present him next time round where he will be 110 percent but look all honors to uh, Supreme Domino 
General Dodge had uh, some work early, got some cover in the back, a copy of that. Uh, Jason Lee didn't hook out down the back straight, which, which you know, again, you're following a horse of the nature of copy that, so it's understandable he would have thought that copy that would at least take him to the top of the home straight. Unfortunately, it didn't occur for General Dodge. He got dragged back through the field. He still ran on really well. And as I said, I don't think there was a bad performance other than copy that in the race. I think all horses ran really well, but all, all honours to the winner's supreme dominator. And Joe Pace, as I mentioned, uh, a fantastic guy. He's been involved in harness racing for a very long time. He's had some really good horses, and you know, for him to win a Cranbourne Cup's a, a very special moment. And to James Herbertson, congratulations to James. He's uh, a very hard-working young man. Uh, you know, he, he travels so far, and, and for him to get this type of success can only, uh, you know, continue to launch his career moving forward. He's a, a very, very talented driver. He, you know, at times, you know, he's gone through patches himself where things don't go well for him, and then, uh, you know, all of a sudden the opening start to present, and uh, he was rewarded with a great win last night for all his hard work. So well done to James. Race three was the Cranbourne fencing pace. This was for the mares and fillies, and this three-year-old filly, Faraday Hanover, is uh, really going ahead leaps and bounds, driven by Connor Clark to lead all the way in the third. Rose, they straighten up. Faraday Hanover gives a kick. It was 27.7 off the back. Three metres in front here on the inside. Sport Mental. Monami is coming home on the rail. Out wider, I'm off and gone, is now struggling. AJ Breezy rose late through the centre. Faraday Hanover in front. Monami comes late, but it's Faraday Hanover in front, the American filly, and Faraday Hanover leads throughout to beat Monami of four metres. AJ Breezy Rose is ready to win. I'm always been a handy mare. Um, she's, she's always gone pretty good. Um, yeah, um, got along really well with her, so I've done a lot of work with her at home and um, she's always shown a lot of ability in this prep, she's really stepped up a notch. What is it? Because she obviously uh, was beaten a few times last preparation, she's had a spell and she's come back and uh, won four in a row now. Have you just seen a lot of improvement from that, uh, from that break that she had? Um, yeah, she's sort of matured a little bit. Um, she's, um, yeah, matured, um, sort of, yeah, I don't know, she's sort of... She's always a nice filly as an earlier three-year-old when she was racing the nicer ones earlier on before the size and breeders and um, she sort of just picked the game up this, this time in and sort of... The Mile Rate, presented by Vic Bread Super Series Finals Night. 12 Group 1 Finals, New Year's Eve at Tabcorp Park, Melton. And that was driver Connor Clark. That's uh, four wins in a row. Connor's teamed up with uh, Faraday Hanover. Uh, so she's really going places, but was able to dominate. Your mare was terrific again, Rob Monomia. Yeah, look, firstly, uh, Faraday Hanover, uh, really lovely, uh, you know, Philly mare now. She's by Sun Beach somewhere, beautifully bred. Uh, came across from uh, the United States. And as we know, Bruce Edwards, uh, who uh, certainly invests quite heavily in his uh, breeding uh, stock and Faraday Hanover certainly comes across with some amazing pedigree and we heard Nikita Ross just talk about this filly last campaign she showed uh, you know she had ability probably didn't present as uh, best as what uh, maybe she's showing right now but she's just continued to build and she's got that early gate speed was able to control the race up front they ran very good times I mean it was one of the fastest uh, mile rates for the night it was a 157.3 mile rate around Cranbourne over the middle distance which was really good solid going uh, 35 lead time 29-6-31-3 but it was the last two quarters that were sizzling 27-7 and 28 which certainly gave uh, Faraday Hanover uh, gave no, none of the opposition any chance and I think Connor Clark you know we, we, we've, we've spoken about Connor and how talented he is but I, I feel like he's just 
maturing as well as a driver. You know, he's, he's reading races well. He, he's rating horses well, even from back in the field. And it's a real credit to Connor. He, he's a very talented young man, and he's only going to continue to get better as a driver. And I think uh, the experience he's gaining out of the Emma Stewart stable is second to none, and, and well done to him. And Emma's doing an amazing job with her team. Mon Ami, terrific run. Uh, second, she, she had a bit of a setback at her latest run uh, when she ran second. She had a, a bit of a pull muscle in her back and uh, had to be uh, virtually uh, stopped uh, in her preparation. So she's building again. So we were very happy with her run last night and she'll continue to improve from that run last night. AJ Breezy Rose, I think Lou Comfrey's, uh, who called superbly last night, uh, talked about, uh, you know, she's ready to win. And I think that's a, a good comment. She, she sizzled home and it was a really good performance. Colin Godden doing a great job with his horses, Sport Mental finishing fourth. Its major surprise was a good effort, sat without cover and belled on strongly. I'm Off and Gone, who was the favourite. Yeah, I suppose we're still trying to uh, find out where I'm Off and Gone is. Uh, she trolled really well at Melton throughout the week, ran a really quick last quarter. I mean, they did walk and just sprint at home. Last night she was off the track and, as I said at Cranbourne, when you're off the track and they're running those times it's really hard to make ground so I, I, I'm, I wouldn't be sacking her on last night's run she's obviously a filly that's got plenty of ability but Faraday Hanover well done to the team and uh, yeah I think Monomir and AJ Breezy Rose certainly keep following Race uh, five, uh, this was uh, run farcically, mid-stages of the race, and uh, Bailey McDonough was able to lead, dictate, and then sprint up. He took out the fifth with Somewhere Secret. Somewhere Secret, three metres to San Carlo, a neck on the inside in third place, hauling in, and they're followed fourth, one out, one back, three metres away by Glen Avril King. Next on the inside, steel screens, three back, the pegs, nowhere to go. Four big men, likewise, four back. Would you mind about to be launched out wide? Jean-Luc, six metres away, picks up again. 26.9, third quarter. In the straight, he kicked away Somewhere Secret. He raced six metres in front of San Carlo, hauling in, steel screens back to the inside. Glen Avril King out wide, but Somewhere Secret is way too good. The drive was absolutely brilliant and somewhere secret and Bailey McDonough have won it by eight meters hauling in run second on the inside a half fit in front of Glenavril King for yeah, no it's perfect um still got a little bit tight there but managed to squeeze through and, and once we got to the top then um yeah it was just jokes from there pre-race game plan that Bailey to uh, to give yourself that option uh, no, not really. Um, I, I wasn't really sure what um, John Justice would do if he would push out and try and cross the one. Or, uh, but I mean, the, the front line looked all sit sprinters, so uh, we were just going to play it early and see if we could get around. But we we're just trying to beat San Carlo there. David Miles asking the question to driver Bailey McDonough. Second leg of a training double for Emma Stewart. Rob, somewhere secret took out the fifth. Yeah, well, it was just a, a great drive by Bailey McDonough. And, you know, from a yeah, spectator's point of view, you always like to see someone use a bit of initiative. And, and Bailey certainly did that at the start of the race. And he squeezed through a gap uh, from the second row, pushed through and found the top. And as uh, we heard from the interview, he felt there were a lot of sit and sprint horses up front. And uh, he uh, was able to find the lead. And once Somewhere Secret did find the lead, it was uh, game over. It was a great drive, 158.9 mile rate. 35 lead time, 31-2, 36 9 down the back, 28 home. So Virtue gave again, no horses back in the field, any hope. Hulin Yen, I think you spoke about this horse on Trots Vision Friday night. He's close to a win, good effort again, running second. Uh, Shane Sanderson's team's going really well. He had Glen Avril King finishing third. He had a few place getters or just behind the place getters last night. They all performed well, his team. And young Ryan Sanderson, as we know, is a, a terrific young man. And Glen Avril King, I thought, was terrific running third. 
Would you mind San Carlo? Good efforts. Four big men was an eye catcher. Connor Clark drove there. I think out of that race, he's one that I'd certainly be black booking and following. Four big men. I think he's ready to win very soon. Uh, still screens didn't have a lot of luck, and John Luke was at the back. So, uh, look again. All horses performed well. Somewhere secret. Great drive. Horse to follow. I'll mark four big men out of that race. Race six was the high game, Bruce Skeggs Memorial, Cranburn Trotters Cup at Group 3 level and off the back of a six-week break, Have Horse Will Travel, trained by Andy Gath, driven by Kate Gath, made it three wins in a row. Have Horse Will Travel, seven metres down the back. Have Horse Will Travel, should have a lot left. He leads four metres hatchback, Majestic Man's out three wide. Nephew of Sunoco in the centre. Elder Baron Tess went for a gallop again. Sunlon's Courage up behind him. On the inside, Kuhullen, but Have Horse Will Travel's the one to beat. And the favourite struggling, Majestic Man, 27.6 the third quarter. Have Horse Will Travel, four metres. Nephew of Sunoco gallop, went out to his right. Majestic Man got checked. Have Horse Will Travel, hatchback to the outsides after him. Six metres away, Kuhullen. It's Have Horse Will Travel. Hatchback runs a screamer. He's after Have Horse Will Travel. Then Kuhullen and Majestic Man. Have Horse Will Travel in front. Hatchback just can't quite get to him. Have Horse Will Travel's clear. And Have Horse Will Travel does it again. Beats Hatchback a metre and a half. Three metres, Kuhullen third. I, um, I was sort of, you know, keeping a little eye out. Um, I like, just felt really comfortable, but I was aware that... Um, you know, we weren't doing too much, so um, I was sort of keeping an eye out that ants didn't come, you know, really quick or something, and I was sort of trying to keep rolling a little bit. Once that last mile come up, I was like, we'll just keep rolling and, and try and make it as hard as we can for, for Majestic Man, and um, lucky we were able to do that. The Mile Rate, presented by Vic Bread Super Series Finals Night, 12 Group 1 Finals, New Year's Eve at Tabcourt Park, Melton. Coming from the outside barrier on the front line, have horse will travel this five-year-old and was able to dominate from the front there, Rob. Yeah, very nice horse, uh, have horse will travel. We we saw him come from New Zealand and, and string those wings together and competed at uh, a, a couple of uh, Trotters Cup levels uh, at a lower level uh, last campaign. Took a little while to find his straps, but now that he's uh, rock-hard fit, he's uh, driven with aggression out of the gate. Uh, obviously, it helped his chances last night when he drew to front. Elder Baron Tess galloped inside it uh, in a score-up, which allowed Have Horse Will Travel find the lead pretty comfortably. Um, from that point, he was always going to be the horse to beat. 74.2 lead time. First two quarters, 30.9 and 32.8, which was very comfortable going. And as we see quite often at Cranbourne, when they get away with those easy, easy first two uh, quarters, the next thing they do is put the foot down, down the back. And that's exactly what happened, 27.6. And it makes it almost impossible for horses back in the field, in particular when they're coming out wide like Majestic Man. It's a, it's a, the, the leaders skip away on a home turn and they just can't reel them back in but have horse will travel lovely uh, trotter i think andy and kate will be uh, i think working on his horse moving forward over the next uh, 12 months 18 months and you know you can see him being a horse at something like the great southern stars not out of the question for him he just seems to be uh, a horse that will be suited by that type of series and i, I think he's right in it and he's going to be at the top echelon uh, moving forward hatchback really good run he continues to improve getting fitted john justice's team going fantastic kooka lane was great uh, you know, really making some uh, good progress. Majestic man, look, solid runs. Just come back from uh, New South Wales. Some of these horses will still be uh, finding their way, but he was off the track, battled on well. I thought the run of Sundon's Courage was very good. So, 
Uh, Elder Baron Tess unfortunately broke a couple of times, and uh, you've just uh, yeah needs to needs to find its uh, its its gait and trotting safely before it can get back into form. But look, I'd be sticking with Have Horse Will Travel. I, I think he's uh, right up there with the top uh, trotters uh, moving forward. And uh, if he draws the front row and he finds a lead, it'll take a very good horse to beat him. He's uh, half brother to McLovin. Uh, the last event on the card, Duke of Dundee started favourite in an open race, trained by Julie Douglas and driven by Jack Law. Only 130.2 for the three quarters. Up and Adam awaits the run. In the centre behind those Vanquished Stride for home. Duke of Dundee sprints now. Up and Adam down on the inside. The outside, Dead and Dave running up behind them. Vanquished Stride. Zoliver and Pantano stride next. It's Duke of Dundee in front though by three metres. Dead and Dave flashing through late Vanquished Stride. But Duke of Dundee's had it too easy in front. And Duke of Dundee wins it by three metres. Dead and Dave, a metre and a half Vanquished Yeah, Duke of Dundee getting the prize. Another one of the informed Julie Douglas team. Yeah, going well, uh, Julie and Glenn, as we know, and, and Eric, uh, they do an amazing job with their whole team of horses, and Duke of Dundee's got that lovely gait speed. We saw him uh, when he came across from New Zealand. He really put the riding on the wall with some very big performances, and he's progressing well. I think the team uh, themselves, they've, they've probably got about eight or ten horses in that stable at the moment that are uh, all racing at metropolitan level and performing really well, and he's one of these horses, and he continues to improve with uh, the solid racing. Uh, Dad and Dave I thought was very good again last night. I think he's ready to win. Dad and Dave has just got a find that suitable race with the right barrier draw but his performances have been good. Uh, Shane Sanderson once again had vanquished stride in the race was held up another good performance third uh, up and Adam Carlo Pantano strides Zoliver Jonian and even Monjana who ran last seemed to have plenty left at the finish so I think it's fair to say all of those horses performed really well the race was really run for the leader uh, Duke of Dundee but look certainly the two horses to follow for mine are Dad and Dave and Vanquish stride I think they're all very close to another win Back to the first of it on the card, Rob, and Mufasa Metro got the uh, the prize here. Uh, punters had narrowed it down, but a, a match between the three-year-old and the mayor, Masucci. But uh, Mufasa Metro, he's a, he's a pretty smart horse, and John Justice is finding more out about this fellow, and you get the feeling he's got a lot more to give. Yeah, look, I think we caught up with uh, with John on Trot's Vision recently, I think uh, just over the last week or so, uh, when he won, and we actually spoke about Mufasa Metro with him, and he did mention that he was going to run him at Cranbourne. He did say that he thought he had him trotting a lot better than uh, you know, when he first came across, and that was the case last night. Masucci, who ran a terrific race at Stall last week, was able to find the lead. I thought from that point Masucci would probably win the race. However, to the credit of Mufasa Metro, John, Justice came around the field, set outside. It was able to drop in on the back of Masucci to get a breather, and once it straightened up, it finished over the top inside Masucci to win. Uh, Swiss Miss was very good, uh, racing well, and those three horses uh, really broke clear from Benji Hall variants. Lucinda Mack was an eye-catching run, broke in the score up and made up a heap of ground uh, at the finish, and certainly worth following uh, from that run last night, Lucinda Mack. But I think the class was up on uh, on the, the placings with Mufasa Metro and Masucci and Swiss Miss. I thought all of them went well, but from back in the field, certainly Lucinda Mack was the eye-catching performance. I'm Shadow Boxer, started favourite in the second event. It was the first leg of a double for James Herbertson, who would drive the cup winner a little bit later on. So he's that sort of horse that um, he's a bit opportunistic, but he found the right race last night, and it was a confident drive from James. 
Yeah, look, he, uh, he's he been racing against some pretty uh, solid company. He made the, the move uh, to, to put the horse into the race, and he just proved a little bit too strong last night. I'm Shadow Boxer. Mr. Bohannon was very good, was able to find the top, was just run down by I'm Shadow Boxer. They went a mile rate of 158.7, 348 lead time, 30.1, 31.9, and 27.9 home. And I'm Shadow Boxer proving too good for Mr. Bohannon. Eye-catching run, Hurricane Hall really savaged the line strongly. Rodney Petro and Joe uh, Petroff do a fantastic job with their horses, always well presented. I thought Hurricane Hall was terrific. Uh, Zubri, Malibu Jack. Uh, the other horse that's going okay, Feel the Rain. I, I think there'll be a win somewhere for Feel the Rain. No, I'm not sure where, but there is a win somewhere for Feel the Rain. And uh, look out of that uh, race last night. The two I'd be black booking, Hurricane Hall and Feel the Rain. I think they've both got wins coming up for them soon. And the last race for us to look at and uh, review is the fourth race, the Woodland Stud Pace. The ex-Kiwi, over the odds, a, a new addition to the Lance Justice Stable, having only his second start for the new connections. Started favourite and, and got the prize, Rob. Yeah, good run. Uh, Lance uh, Justice was able to find the top and uh, pretty much control the race. They went a mile rate of 159.2 over the mile, which is quite slow, really. 28-1 first quarter. Second quarter in 34.3. You don't see that happen very often, do you, these days? 34-3 over a mile race, uh, second quarter. 28-7 and 28, so it was really a dash home over the odds. Proving too good by Sports Rider out of Love the Odds, which is a better's delight mare, and uh, getting the job done. She's a hovercraft, having a start there for Sonia Smith and Anthony Butt. Uh, the tempo was against she's a hovercraft but she certainly ran on well timely sovereign another one of shane sanderson he came out with a few placings last night connor clark drove terrific run hit the line strongly uh, my superannuation prosecco boy all close up we feel the buzz and uh, blissful mind but look uh, i think we can follow she's a hovercraft i think she'll only improve from that performance last night Okay, big week ahead in harness racing, and uh, you'll join me a little bit later on to go through your selections for Tarang today, Rob. Yes, off to Tarang tonight, and we've got two big nights of Trots Vision Tuesday and Wednesday night from the Vic Bread Super Series at Nelson. Dan, looking forward to a huge week of harness racing. So happy harnessing, everyone. <laughs>